Happy Thursday! We're back again. This works on podcast episode three. Hope you're having a great, great day. Um, it is when I record this, uh, July 14th. That is our Royal Highness Crown Princess Victoria's birthday. So I would like to extend a very, very happy birthday. Uh, I hope she has a great, great day. I doubt that she will listen to this, but actually I have some memories um, just for the fun of it. I actually worked uh, for a while at the Royal Stables in Stockholm, and I actually had the Princess Madeleine as a student. Now you know that. And I had um, both the uh, king and the queen of Sweden in, um, we built a riding arena where we were owning an equestrian farm and uh, built a riding arena. And they came and looked at that because they were going to build something similar somewhere in Sweden. Um, so yes, that is, that's my connection to the Royal Highnesses in Sweden. I doubt that they will uh, remember me. They though took pictures of my Dalmatian crispy uh, we had just been in Norway and picked her up as a puppy and came back literally like five hours prior the Royal Highnesses arriving to our farm. So we were, t mom and I was tired and the puppy was tired, but they were almost more excited about seeing Crispy, um, the new citizen of Sweden, um, than seeing the arena. That that was just my part. They, they're like, let the puppy play. It, it was amazing. Really funny. But uh, Crown Princess Victoria, a very, very happy birthday from us all over here, us here in Texas. Then I would like to say, if you hear any weird noises in the background today, usually when I record this, I have my dogs outside. It's too hot for them to be outside today. So if you hear, maybe you hear a bark, um, Twigs, my Dalmatian is um, just here behind me, and he loves to play with uh, with water bottles. So you might hear something like that. I don't know. We will find out. Twigs, by the way, he gave me a scare here earlier this week. Um, I was eating my watermelon. I love watermelon, so does he. And I had a big piece left on the plate. I just went up to get some water, and when I turn around from the kitchen, I see him engulfing my last piece of um, watermelon, or at least the last piece I had cut up. And it was a long piece. Like, he ate it all. The red and the shell, or whatever you call it, rinse. Um, and he ate the green part. It was about 15 centimeters, which is about 6 inches. It was long and thick. He took that in one bite. He didn't even chew it. It was just, I didn't have time to get it. Um, so uh, I was scared to death that he was going to be uh, get a bloat or just get some stomach problem with this. Um, and a couple of years ago, Bam Bam's dad ate an entire towel got a bowel obstruction and we had to do surgery and that cost me four thousand dollars so i had that in the back of my head even though that was seven plus years ago um because i can't afford a four thousand dollar vet bill right now i'll tell you that but um twix has been fine not a problem he uh gave me some gray hair 
on this thing. Um, but yeah, he's he's fine. Watermelon is not a problem for a dog. He, he eats that all the time, but not like the shell or the green part of it. Um, that is not to recommend to eat. So um, take this with you. Do not let your dog uh, eat watermelon unattended. That, that's how it is. Right? He's like, yeah, he's just laying on the floor here next to me. So, yeah, fun. Um, did you watch American Ninja Warriors on Monday? Like, seriously, oh, to my defense, I rarely watch TV. Very often I have it as a background sound, but I rarely watch it because I'm sitting in front of my computer or I'm doing something else or whatever. Um, and same time this. I am sitting in front of the computer, Twix, uh, sitting in front of the computer and having American Indian Wars on as a background sound. Uh, and I suddenly hear them announce the Swedish Ninja Leif Sundberg powered by Swedish meatballs. And I'm like, what? Do we have a Swede in here? What the heck? I didn't know that. As I said, I don't watch. I haven't watched like the whole season for a long time. And um, But it turns out that Mr. Leif Sundberg has been on the show four times. We have a Swede that is in the American Ninja Warriors. And oh my God, if you didn't see it, Google it and watch it. He comes to Obstacle, I think it's Obstacle 4 or 5. And it's a log runner. Uh, he's supposed to like run on logs and start to rotate ones when he runs on them. And he comes almost to the end, but he falls, but it's water under here, but he saves it. But that struggle for him to save it. I was screaming to the TV. I was yelling. I was cheering. I was, oh my God, I got myself a workout here. Um, he was amazing, but of course he was exhausted afterwards um, and a lot of time uh, had gone by. Uh, so sadly, he did not advance in the competition. I think it was like two or three obstacles later, he actually fell down in the water, um, totally exhausted. But good Lord, what a race, what a fight he put up. Um, and by chance, uh, Leif, if you hear this, I want you on this show. I want to have you on a guest on this show. Um, I'm going to try to send him an email and see where it goes. Um, and apparently he was a finisher last year. Wouldn't that be so cool to talk to him? Huh? So expect an email from me, Leif Sundberg. I love it. Great job, by the way, if you now hear this. And I, uh, last Friday, I was also doing something um, that when I moved here was a little bit of cultural shock for me, even though, you know, I knew it was going on, but I'd never attended one. And that was a rodeo in Sweden. A rodeo is a no, no, it's illegal. It is simply illegal. Uh, you will have all the animal activists, uh, after you hunting you down and God knows what they can do as well as the government. Um, it is not the way we break horses. It's not the way how we, um, train our animals or get used to our animals. Um, barrel racing is, could be legal. That is about the only thing that could be allowed to do. Um, so, so sure. But anything else within Western, uh, uh, no way. And another thing that scared, still scares the shit out of me literally is why do we let these young people, cause it's teenagers, especially barrel racing 
teenage girls riding without helmet. What the heck is wrong? Like, it's not the first time I run on a patient that has fallen off a horse. I have fallen off horses and broke my neck myself wearing a helmet. I'm kind of like, what's going through these parents' minds? And in the same time, I have seen helmets that look like cowboy hats. Like, they're really cool. I, I want one myself. Please, parents, why aren't you protecting your kid's head? Uh, both as a human being and as a healthcare provider and as an equestrian, I don't get it. I do not get it. So what I was at was the Mineola Rodeo, and that's actually Mineola Fire Department's fundraising. They have it every year. They raise a lot of money for the fire department. And Mineola, I have run several, many, 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 many calls with Mineola Fire Department. They're awesome. Um, and it was a great event. And if you haven't been on a rodeo, they have entertainment entertainers, very often a clown. And this clown they had there on Friday was amazing. I laughed. He made fun of EMS. And I don't know if anyone recorded it, but me telling it back is not going to be as fun. But if you have, if you are in Texas or in the U.S., wherever, and you see a rodeo and you have a thought of going, go because it is an experience. It's it's a fun thing. That was bam bam. If you heard the woof in there, um, but yeah, rodeo does not exist in Sweden. Period. It it doesn't. Um. So so yeah, <laughs> I want to try barrel racing. By the way. I have never tried barrel racing. If anyone can hook me up and let me try barrel racing, it would be awesome. It would be so much fun. I don't know what Bam Bam is barking at. Bam Bam, as you may remember from last week, uh, he's deaf. So it doesn't matter if I stop this and yell at him because he's not going to hear me anyway. Not, not happening. Not happening. And then... Um, I was off work on Saturday. I had a long day with first working my regular shift on Friday, and then I was working the rodeo uh, standby afterwards. Uh, so I wasn't home. My day was about like from 4 a.m. when I started my regular shift, and I wasn't home until after midnight. Um, had figured this out, so I had taken Saturday off. Well, so did I think. Uh, I am a member of... Uh, East Tech CERT, which is a community emergency response team. What we do is basically that we help law enforcement and uh, fire departments in disaster and uh, when they have missing people um, after weather events. Um, and in the meantime, because this is not going on all the time, we educate the public for preparedness, awareness, and have their to-go bag, you know, the whole five yard. Um, and on Saturday morning at 6.23, the alarm came that we had a missing person. As always, um, the only thing to do is drop everything you have, uh, if you can. We're all volunteers, so if you can't, you can't, you know, but if you can, you drop everything you have, change clothes, get out of the door, and head that way. Uh, very soon, I re realized that I was actually the closest leader uh, there was, um, it was only 25 minutes away from my house. 
So I uh, hauled ass, made it there, and got me an update about what was going on. We were looking for a juvenile uh, that had walked away from home and he had some mental health issues, something that we deal with a lot in these kind of situations. And when we respond to this kind of stuff, you don't know if you're going to be gone for 30 minutes, three hours, three days. Actually, you, you just don't know. Um, you stay as long as you can stay. Um, I was working the day after, so it never took that long time. I have never been up for that long time. But I, I would have to leave at that point to make my daily job unless I could call in and say, hey, I'm not coming. But after, I think the alarm came at around 6.30 and I was there about 7.15. And around 9.30, uh, the guy showed up back to his house, walked in the door, said hello and went to bed. Um, so he came back safe and sound. We were so happy. Every search uh, that we do... Um, with a good ending is a good search. We had, uh, just when this happened, the K-19 came. Um, we were ready to launch helicopters and drones if that was needed. Um, and of course, a lot of volunteers coming um, this direction, because it was a Saturday morning, even though it was early, a lot of people were en route, but uh, thankfully he came back uh, and got the help that he possibly could need. Um, I'm going to make a show one day just about CERT, what we do. In Sweden, we don't have CERT. We don't have a community emergency response team in the same way as we do here in the U.S., mainly because we don't have the weather events that um, we have here. We don't have tornadoes in Sweden. We have heavy rain, but it's still not the same here. We don't have the flooding. We do have snow and the Swedish um, bus and uh, train system, they look like total idiots. Like, oh my God, it's snowing this year too. Um, same thing every year, especially in Stockholm. It's like, oh my God. And it's coming snow every year in Stockholm. Seriously, you should know better. Stockholm Transit, which is Stockholm's local traffic, there, yeah, has not improved the last 30 years, if I say it that way. Um, but uh, Sweden does have Missing People, um, which is an organization, but they are, as far as I understand, I have never been in contact with them, but as far as I understand the media and what I've read about them is that they are only doing Missing People. Um, and they are basically activating themselves in one way as CERT has to be activated by law enforcement or fire department or an emergency manager. We are regulated under FEMA, um, even though we, um, we operate a little bit different depending on where in the U.S. we are. It's a nationwide organization, so it's kind of cool. But yeah, I'm going to make a, an entire sh podcast about that. Though, if anyone know some higher up person in missing people, um, please put them in contact with me. Our email is podcast at swexen.net because it also it would be so cool to have someone from missing people on the show to tell what they're doing, how they are working. That that would be super, super cool 
Um, so yeah, if you know, I'm just very glad that this person uh, came about again. And COVID is is getting off here. I was uh, also super excited. I went to the, my doctor uh, yesterday, my PCP, or actually I went both to PCP and chiropractor. And I was at the chiropractor two weeks ago and they had got rid of the mask already, which surprised me already then, but I was so glad about it. But then I went to my PCP yesterday and that surprised me. Masks was voluntary. I Nobody had a mask on in a doctor's office. I was like, whoop, whoop. It was so nice. I really got the feeling that the world is coming back to normal. I, I don't really know how Sweden is right now, but here in Texas, at least, yay, we, we're getting back. I hear about all the variants coming and it's worse, blah, blah, blah. Yes, but still, who let me be excited for a little bit? Um, that, that, is, that is more fun. And with COVID also um, getting a little bit distanced, um, all the shows and concerts and music events, restaurants, everything is opening up again. I'm like, whoop, whoop. Um, tomorrow night, well, it, you will listen to this. So it will be uh, tonight, actually, Thursday night. Um, e. Terrell has their first show in one and a half year. And e. Terrell is also an organization that uh, invites different sh- uh, groups and artists to have their show here in in the rural community. It's so fun. Um, I'm so excited. I usually work backstage on, on these events and help out. And tomorrow, I think it's Atlantic City Boys coming uh, to town. Embarrassing enough, I don't know much about them. But it's going to be exciting. I'm just excited that we are getting back to normal. It feels like... Uh, People are starting to smile again. People are starting to move around again and taking a little bit like, oh, yeah, we, we, we got through this. We got through this. And, yes, uh, people are getting sick. But still be precautious. If you have health issues, be precautious. That's, that's all we can do, you know. And when it comes to health issues, you see I have a red thread about where I go with everything today. <laughs> Um, I got something in the mail that I ordered a couple of weeks ago and this thing is, I'm an advocate for it and I'm an advocate for it because of me being a patient and as well me being in EMS. And, um, that is a, um, medical bracelet or some kind of medical ID. I started wearing one. Um, when I got sick three years ago, um, basically because we didn't really know what was going on and basically because I have so weird allergies, um, that, um, if I had to go into the hospital with EMS, it was very important for them to know that I was allergic to alcohol. I know it's weird. It's weird, but I am. Um, so I started to wear a medical bracelet where it basically says my name, my date of birth. Now it says that I have a pacemaker and alcohol allergy. Um, And that is information that's very important for EMS. And it helped me a lot of times simply because it helps them to know what's going on. 
um, my old bracelet broke a couple of weeks ago. So that's why I ordered a new one and I realized it had to be updated anyway. So this was a good time. Not only that, I did find on this website, it's called this website I ordered it from is med-id.com. I'll put that up on the blog as well, as well as pictures of this. It is a plaque or whatever you want to call it um, that is on the back of my phone with even more information. It says my name and my date of birth, uh, what my diagnoses are and all my allergies. While, you know, a bracelet is kind of limited of space. But yeah, um, I really think if you have any kind of medical condition, you probably need to have some kind of um, medical ID or, and it gotta be, okay, it gotta be easy to find for us because think about it, we don't have time to look for things. Um, I know there's a lot of stuff out there that's like a QR code or you can have a flash drive. We don't have time to do that. And those road ID where the QR code is on the inside, you have to take off your watch. How do you think I'm going to see that? I, I don't get it because I don't. I saw the other day on Facebook in a pacemaker group, somebody had done a super cool tattoo where it also said his condi heart condition underneath. Yeah, I wouldn't miss that. It was on his forearm. I wouldn't miss that. But bracelet or necklace, whatever, fine. But those QR codes or in the phone, like we have to try to open it up. No, we tried to get the phone with us from the scene, but anything hidden, sorry, man, we won't find it. We will not find it. No, wait. You're not gonna put that. That's what happens when your dog gets hold of a old water bottle. I knew that sound was not gonna be nice. So sorry for, sorry about that. Um, where was I? I was talking about the bracelet. So yeah, if you have any questions about my opinions and why and why not, shoot me a message. I'll be happy to, to, uh, let you know and why, because it's, it's a whole, whole different ball game about why. And it all depends on what kind of condition you have, of course, and what you want to disclose. Did you see, I posted last week a sign. It was a picture of a sign. This sign was found, and I have actually been able to verify that it's true. Um, it's sitting on a public transportation ferry in the Swedish arch archipelago out of Stockholm or Vaxholm. It's on the Vaxholms ferry. And it is a sign where it says, no naked light. And when I saw that, I'm like, excuse me, what is this? But next to it is a picture with a match and a stop sign over. So you understand that um, it's a no smoking and no fire or match or anything sparkly. But the expression, no naked light, has anyone heard that? Because I haven't. And anyone I have talked to about this, they've been laughing. And even at the Swedish forum that I saw it, they were like, what? Who came up with this idea? To have a sign that it says, no naked light? 
I'm like, okay, who, who, I know there are a lot of weird signs up there, but in Sweden, uh, the signs are in Swedish. Rarely do we have them in English. It's not like here in Texas that often you have signs in Swe in English and Spanish. Um, no. In Swedish, it's in Swedish. Period. Rarely do we see a sign in English. And sometimes uh, there may be a sign in Finnish, but that's an old sign. Um, I, I would almost say 99% of the Finns today speak Swedish, so it's not necessary. Though, if you go to Finland, I believe that I've never been in Finland, but I believe that they actually have sign signs in both, uh, Swedish and Finnish, uh, even though they, their dominant language is still Finnish, thank God. Um, but no naked lights. Anyone that can help me out with where that expression comes from? I'm sorry that the train is coming too. It's a lot of noises in the background, but it makes it more alive maybe. I don't know. Um, why not just write no smoking, no fire, no lit, no naked lights? I don't know. I've, I've never heard about it, but hmm. yeah, that's, that's me. That's me. Um, haven't heard anything. What other expressions do you know? Um, that that are fun let me know because it's fun uh, languages are fun um i speak a little bit of french and we had a patient the other day who was french speaking and she was super excited that i started speaking french to her and my partner he just looked at me and he just shook his head he's like oh lord here we go again multilingual person and that of course leads us into the word of the week and it's we're in the middle of summer a lot of people have vacation. So I figured the word of the week is going to be vacation. And the reason also for choosing that is that is a word that's so far away from what Americans word for this is. So the Swedish word for vacation is semester. And a semester in Swedish would be en termin. So a semester in English is a school year. Um, so yeah, it, it's not even close. Vacation is semester. It's weird. One of those words that can be kind of confusing a lot of times, a lot of times. Uh-uh. And next week, um, I'm super excited we can have a guest. Um, usually I record this on Wednesday night and I post it on Thursdays. Uh, but in the upcoming days, I hope technology is on my side. I am going to have a guest next week and we're going to record it already over the weekend. A good friend of mine in Sweden, her name is Tune. Uh, Tune and I have known each other for 20 plus years. Uh, we met um, in the barn. Actually, we had horses in the same barn. Um, that's how we met. She is a youth pastor and, uh, come from a Christian family. Her mom is a priest. I know her as well. Super, super nice woman. And we're getting to talk about the differences between Swedish and American church and the views of going to church. Um, uh, because that was kind of a cultural shock for me when I moved here, even though, 
I knew that the American people, the most Americans goes to church at least once or twice a month, while Swedes, if they go once or twice a year. And why is that? Why doesn't Swedes go more often to church? Um, just for an example, I lived two years next door to a church. Like, it was the border between our properties. I had them next door to my property. I never put my foot in that church. I went over once to see if I could get in because I wanted to see at least how it looked inside. It was locked. Why is that? So, um, we're going to talk about those differences. Uh, Tuna has lived many places around the world, has a lot of experience. She is so funny. It might be a very long episode. I think we're going to exceed the the aiming of 30 minutes big time, but I think it's going to be a blast. I don't think I know. If you would meet Tuna on the street, you would never guess she's being, she's, a youth pastor and that's her job um she is a phenomenal inspiration to a lot of youth um so i am super excited that is going to be our episode uh, next week and then we are working on bringing some friends to ikea so that's going to come up within the near future as well so we have a lot of things going on olympic games is coming as well um Oh yeah, so I am so grateful that you've taken the time out of your day and listened to this podcast. If you have any feedback, please, please, please let me know. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You will find us under the handle Swexen Podcast, both on, on Facebook and Instagram. And this podcast, you can listen to wherever you listen to your uh, other podcasts. Um, if you want to join me, um, let me know if you have a suggestion of a guest or a topic, don't hesitate to let me know. Either send me a PM or an email podcast at swexen.net or on the website, you find like contact, uh, up there. Please do. I love to interact. Um, I love to hear your opinion. If you have a blog that you, or a podcast you want me to follow, let me know. Um, but yeah, half an hour goes fast. Boom, it's done. I hope that the noises in the background at uh, Twix and Bam hasn't bothered you too much. It was a trial and error uh, thing. Uh, right now, Twix is biting my arm. I don't know if he's hungry again or what it is. But until next week, stay safe. Um, take care of one another um, and bring a smile to somebody's face every day. Um, do that and everything will be, be just fine. Have a good week. Bye everybody. You have listened to an episode of the Swexon podcast. Feel free to leave your feedback on our website, swexon.net. And don't forget to like our Facebook and Instagram accounts. You find them with the handle Swexon podcast. Thanks for listening. And until next time, stay safe.